Does anyone know what scripture that is? Isaiah 9 verses 6 and 7. There you go. That is where that is from. Isn't it beautiful? I recommend you take a little time to listen to that before Christmas. Huh? Gorgeous. So that's the verse. What was it? Can anyone tell me it? Yeah, can you actually remember the words of it? What was it? For unto us... For unto us a child is born. For unto us a son is given. And the government shall be punished. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful verses. And that's really what I want to talk about, but I'm not quite sure how I'm going to talk about it. Because I don't think that I've seen you guys since Paraguay. Um... And I think that Steve shared a little bit about Paraguay wanting good with all these little... Uh, he was... Uh, there was a little thing going on between him and Matt there. <laughs> but it was a fantastic time. And I want to talk about this. Um, I want to talk about this verse. Because just think about it again. For unto us a child is born. At just the right time, the father sent Jesus into the earth. And let's face it, it wasn't a big thing, was it? I mean, I don't know, you, you just have to follow me. I, you just have to put things up as we go, all right? But that, can you put those things up there? Uh, um, if, you think about, if you think about a seed, so the virgin birth is fundamental to Christianity. We believe... That Jesus was born of a virgin. Yeah? He was conceived in Mary. And, 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 and people find it difficult to believe. But why, why would it be so difficult to believe? If you really think. You see that little stick there. This is what we created. And we are created in the very image of God. You were created in, say to someone, you were, in, you were created in the image of God. Say to someone next to you. You were created in the image of God. Aren't you beautiful? Aren't you just beautiful? You were beautiful. Huh? If he is beautiful, you were beautiful. You were wonderful. You were wonderful. You were special. You always knew it. <laughs> you were very special. <laughs> Rebecca always says to me, what do you mean by that? <laughs> you are special, you are wonderful, you are beautiful because you were created in the image of God. And he gave you the power to create. You understand me? That's what the word says. He says that within you is the power to create. So you are like him in every way. Yes, sin, sin spoiled some things. But actually Jesus came to deal with the problem. Jesus has dealt with the problem of sin. Yeah. Haven't he? Yes. I mean that's the very, very, very good news, isn't it? Jesus came to deal with the sin. So, so the sin's taken away. So what are you worried about? You were created in the image of your Father God. Yeah. And there are things laid down in you which are absolutely sublime. That God is reaching down to get a hold of. But you've just got to see it. You've got to understand that that's what's inside you. Yes. Already. Yeah. It's all in a seed. I mean, there's the invisible instruction in a seed, isn't there? Yeah. Yes. Every seed. 
second part of it is invisible. You can't read it, but it's there. It's invisible. You can't see it, but in, in a sea of a melon, it just says you're going to reproduce melon. Well, it's in there. It's written. Invisible instruction written on the inside of the seed, and it's going to reproduce again and again and again and again after its same kind. Isn't it beautiful? It's incredible. Now, just think. The, before you ever got here, the Father saw you, Naomi, before you ever were conceived here, you were conceived in the heart of your Father in heaven. He saw you. He, he thought about, I want a Naomi. He, he just went, I want a Naomi. And when he went like that, he just... There you were, in his mind, in his heart, you were already there. And in that moment, he laid down everything on the inside of you. You are born of God. You are born of God. It's incredible. It's already inside you. It's already inside all of you. Isn't that wonderful? That's very, very good news, isn't it? We've got a lot of getting excited about, haven't we? We really have. It's wonderful. But just think about this. This is USB stick. I'm told that the latest USB stick is called the Patriot, the Patriot Rage Ultrasonic 2. And this, this USB stick is like, it's incredible. The storage on it, the things that you can put on it. Now, you wouldn't believe that in that little thing, you, you, you could write the plans for the whole city. And when you open it, it opens more and more plans. More and more. And you can send that anywhere in the world. Just think. Now, why would it be so difficult for God to put his own seed inside Mary? What's the, if, if we can do this, just, yeah, just, I mean, look at that. Just, just open it up more. Yeah, so, so the more that you go in, the more you see, the more the, more the plans come alive. Well, that's the same for you. We sat here this morning. We are born of God. And inside you is invisible instruction that God put there from before the beginning of the foundation of the world. Now, I happen to believe this stuff. That is why I am crazy to go for God. Honestly, I intend to give my whole life for God and nothing less at all. Do you understand me? If I give anything less than my whole self, I know that I will never be satisfied living in this world. And it's the same for you. It's just that perhaps you have not yet recognised that very fact. But it's time to recognise it. Because 2019 is going to be a special year. I'm telling you. Something's going to happen this year, Steve. Something's going to happen. Huh? It's going to be beautiful. So, <clears throat> I was thinking about this. And I've, so, so it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful. We've been singing his, about his name this morning. Wonderful, beautiful. Yes. Counselor. Beautiful, huh? Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government. So it's like it's going to increase, it's not going to get less. 
Why, why are you all so, so upset? Why are you all losing heart? Why, why would you look at the media and allow the media to dictate how your future is going to be? Why would you listen to any of that when God himself has downloaded into you invisible instruction for your whole future? Why would you allow anyone else to speak into your life and tell you what is going to happen with your life and your children and your children's children? Why would you listen to any other voice apart from the voice of the Father who loves you? Why? There is no reason at all. You have got invisible plans on the inside of you just ready. And you see, it says a child is born. Well, this is right, isn't it? Naturally, everything in the natural is a, is, a, is a picture of what is going on in the spiritual. So a child is born and a child grows. And as the child grows, they become more and more mature. But how does this happen for you? How do you grow? Well, you grow via discipleship. That's how you do it. Can you just put on... Uh, that, that video that we, we had from Paraguay. Just put it on. I want, I want to use a little bit of this. Because I want to tell you what. <clears throat> and, and this is really the same for everybody. They just don't fully understand it. acknowledging it. It's beautiful, isn't it? I, I played this just before we... <laughs> <coughs> So this is Cynthia, okay? Cynthia, oh, it's <laughs> so easy to pause it. Okay, so Cynthia was here, and some of you know she was here uh, a little bit, 10, 10, 11 years ago now. And she was only here for one year maybe, a year. And during the course of that year, if you heard Cynthia talking about what happened to her during the course of that year, you would understand that God planted a seed into her heart, or it was already planted there, and it began, as she began to listen to the word, the seed that was in her began to unfold, and she began to get a longing for something more. Then, of course, after the year, and, and Robert, who is also there, go on, you can play it a little bit more, That's Robert, stop it there. Okay, so that's Robert. Robert also came at that time, but he was here for probably four or five months. But during the time that they were here, a lot obviously happened for them. They weren't married then. There was all sorts of things that took place while they were here. Some good, some bad. But what actually was going on inside them was unseen to the human eye. The invisible instruction that was inside them had somehow been activated by the word of God that began to cause them to long and desire for something. But then they went back to Paraguay. And of course, um, you can let it play a little bit. Let's... Oh, there's Stevie. 
good looking Steve. That was the hotel. Swimming pool that Steve was in all the time. <laughs> Stop when we get to, to up there. Stop there. Okay. So, this gentleman on the right hand side, that's, that's Cynthia's dad. Okay, he's called Tony, Pastor Tony. Lovely, lovely man, isn't he? Yeah. He's lovely. When Cynthia and, and Robert got back to Paraguay, something had happened inside them, but they didn't really understand what it was that had happened. And they went to, they were involved in various things. And they, of course, Cynthia and Robert went to the big, the big church down in town, which is about 14,000, 15,000 people. And she, from time to time, she leads worship there. It's true, isn't it, Jeff? And, and I think on the video before, you saw her leading worship in front of the church. This, this girl, you remember that we had a conference called Metamorphosis. And right at the end of that conference, the Lord said to me really clearly that he was going to give us someone in a different country who was, who was going to be who was related to us, who was going to do something incredible. And I remember saying on, on I don't know if it was Saturday, but I, remember, I came with a text on the Sunday morning. And it was a text from Cynthia and Robert. And they said, we have been praying. And God has said that we have got to reconnect again. Because we believe that we found what we've been looking for. Now, that was ten years after they went to Paraguay. And they, they went, the, the church is amazing that they go to, isn't it, Jeff? It's absolutely amazing. I could never, ever do anything like that in terms of the size of it, what's going on there, 14,000 people, the building a university, it's incredible. I mean, really incredible. But when Cynthia was sat talking to the pastor of this church, and we were together, this is before we got there, she said this to him. She said, you know, pastor, I have invited Paul and Jeff and, uh, because we have a connection. And she began to tell about this connection. And she said, I want to tell you, pastor, this is one of the most amazing churches that I'm part of. She was talking about the big church in Paraguay. She said, it's amazing, absolutely incredible. She said, but for 10 years, we've been looking for something that we didn't really know why it was. There was something inside us that was crying out for more, but we didn't know what the more was. But we found it. The more that we've listened to Paul and Adam and the church, and we've heard the word about the kingdom and about discipleship. The more that we've listened to that, the more that we've recognized that whatever that was that began to ignite inside us, it was the exact same thing as what they're talking about. And she said, this is a wonderful church, but we've got to have this message. Because we believe that this message is not only for us personally, but for the whole country of Paraguay. And I tell you, from that moment onwards, she has been someone, as has Robert. And, 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 and Robert, even though he had five months here, this seed was the same in Robert's heart. And it, it's taken him a little bit longer 
to, to kind of get that hunger out of him if you want. But he's there. And I tell you, these guys are going for it. What is it that's happening? It's the word of God that activates something inside us that we long for, we just don't know what it is. There is a longing inside you. Do you understand me? There's a longing inside everybody because just as naturally, you were born as a child, naturally you want to grow up to be a son and a daughter. That's what everyone wants to do, isn't it? Naturally, that's what you want to do. Well, spiritually, it's no less different. It's exactly the same. Inside you is a seed, and that seed of itself wants to grow so that you go from being a child to a son. And I say a son, not because you're not daughters, some of you, but because daughters are like firstborn sons to God. So you are all sons of God. So there is something inside you, an invisible instruction, that God laid down on the inside of you that wants to grow into fullness. Now you have got to recognise it. You have got to recognise it. You are not here in this house as a mistake. This is not a coincidence. This is not something you have got to recognise why you are in this house. Because as you've noticed, there's not thousands of people here. There should be thousands of people here. Do you understand me? This place should be heaving. Because where do you get that kind of worship? Where do you get that kind of freedom? Do you understand me? But there's something, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying nothing about everywhere else. It's beautiful. Please understand me. It's just that I know what we've got. I know what God put in me. I know what God has given us. But now you have to recognise it. Because if you don't recognise it, your life is going to be... You, you, I'm not saying it. But if you don't recognise it, you will not come to that fullness. It is time that you all began, like Robert and Cynthia, to go, you know something? There's, a, there's an invisible instruction inside us. There's something going on inside us. And we have got to find it. We've got to search it out. Because inside me, I want to grow. And you see, this growing is phenomenal. Because what happens is so Tony sat there. He's, a, he's had a church of 250. He's done all sorts of things. He's seen all sorts of things. He's seen all you listen to this man now. Didn't he, Steve? He came to me. He said, Paul, I'm older than you. But I just want to be a son. I want to be like Cynthia. I need to learn about the kingdom of God. There's something inside me that needs to learn about the kingdom. And I want the kingdom to come in Paraguay. Yes, the gospel of salvation is beautiful. It's wonderful. Jesus has saved us. We're going to heaven. It's wonderful. Isn't it fantastic that? You are going to heaven. That's fantastic. But all the time, on the inside of you, there is an invisible instruction going, but you know there's more than this. You know there's more than this. You know there's more than this. And we are running around looking for more and more. We think that if we go to a conference and get a little hit from God, woo, woo, I'm, I'm good now. No, listen to me. You have got an invisible instruction on the inside of you that is going, you need to grow. You need to grow like Jesus grew. You need to grow from being a child into a son. And when you're a son, you know who you are. It's the most incredible feeling. You become 
that is like, Jesus, if you say it, I'm going to do it. And even if you don't say it, I might do it. No, really, you've got to be careful. I'm not kidding. Something happens on the inside where you become a son. Where your shoulders begin to press back and your stomach moves in. Your shoulders press back, you begin to understand that there's much more that you've got to press into. And that's what Jesus understood, you understand? He, he became conscious of the person that he really was. He read the word. Inside him was already the invisible instruction of the Father. Already in the seed was everything that Jesus was going to become. But he had to grow into it. He, he wasn't born as a fully glorified son of God. He had to grow into the person that he was going to become. And every time he read this word... He saw something and he went, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's mine. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to restore nations. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take them all back. As I give myself, I'm going to take them all back. That's what Jesus understood every time that he read the word. Listen, this is not some kind of fairy book. This is something that can transform your life and transform the lives of nations. Can you imagine? Yeah. You see, you've got to stop reading it like it's some kind of fairy book. Like it's some kind of, oh, I'm just going to get a nice little word for the morning. All right, have a nice little word for the morning. But when you read it, you've got to start reading it. When, when Jesus says, I've given you the nations as your inheritance, you've got to go, you've given me the nations as my inheritance. Jesus, you said, disciple every nation under the sun. Go everywhere and bring this gospel of the good news. Go and do it. I mean, how are we reading this book? Like a little, a little, oh, just give me a little flower here. I just want to feel good there. Come on, get, get past it. Get past it. Get past yourself. Get past it. Because there's something more for you. There's something more. My Lord, we should be on the cutting edge of everything. <coughs> And I'm worried we'll get left behind. You understand me? I'm seeing people right now who are beginning to go, my Lord, I'm getting on to this. I'm getting on to this message and I am going to run with it. Huh? But this whole house is meant to be like this. Every single person that's here, say to someone, I am not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence that I am here. It's not a coincidence. You see, do you remember? I talked a little while ago about... Jesus told a parable. And he said, there was, a, there was a lump of bread, a lump of dough. Big lump of dough. But the guy came along and put yeast into it. And when you put yeast into the dough, what happens? It rises. it rises. Something happens. Something begins to change with a whole form. All it is, dough is just a big heavy piece of dough until you put yeast in it and then something happens to it. It begins to be infiltrated by the yeast. Well, you are that yeast. You're that yeast. You're the infiltration into the world in every social arena that there is. You are the yeast. You're the ones that God is crumbling into the 
to the door to become the yeast, the breath of life into the whole world so that every arena is changed. That's you. That's your job. And Jesus said, I want you to disciple nations. He's, he's really talked to me about this, man. Oh, discipling nations. How the heck, Jesus, how do we disciple nations? Do you know what? I believe we, we, we began again. We, we began again somehow. We're beginning, we're beginning to hit in a whole new areas. We sat there, we made 20 DVDs that will in the end go to 30 nations in the world. Can you imagine that? 30 nations. I'm going, okay, Jesus. We are beginning to do something that is different. We are sitting with businessmen who want to give their money into the kingdom. Into the kingdom. We're sitting on the edge of something wonderful. This man here, he wants to start, and I haven't given him the go-ahead yet, but he wants to start a church called CLC in Paraguay. I'm, I'm holding him back. Because the one thing that I said is, I'm not going to start a church. But he's desperate. He's desperate, honestly. To start a church called CLC. What, why is it? What's going on? What is it that's happening inside these people? It's the recognising that there's more than they've ever known before. And they want to become the people that God has called them to become. Unto us a child is given, unto us a son. Un- un- unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. The government. Do you know what that's like? Do you know what it feels like that? We had a beautiful moment on Friday morning. Because we realised on Thursday evening, the Minister of Education had been on television... Now listen to me, this, this, this country is right in, in the moment where it's a developing nation. It's, it's the heart of South America. It's the very heart of South America. It has been ravished, it's been absolutely plundered by the enemy over the years. Do you realise that only, was it 70 years ago Steve? I can't remember, but some, not many years ago there were nine women to one man. Listen again, nine women to one man. The government put an edict out and said, we want every woman who wants to have children to put a flag in their window so that every man who's walking past can drop in, can drop in so that we can repopulate this country. Listen to me. If you were the enemy, what would you do? What would you do? You would kill and slaughter Every man and every young son in the country. Would you not do that? That's what you do. You just go, if I can kill them and slaughter them, then the country is going to go down. But thank you, Lord, for the ladies. Because the ladies go, no, 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 no. This country is not going down. (coughs) So, nine to one. Now it's like three to one. But you realise what it's caused? It's caused a fatherless generation. Now listen to me. And, and, and listen really carefully. Listen to what I'm saying. The gospel of the good news about Jesus is a wonderful thing because Jesus has saved us from everything that is a problem. 
We're saved, completely saved. So everyone that calls on the name of Jesus, everyone in this house, if you call on the name of Jesus, you are saved. If your heart just says, Jesus, I need you, you are saved. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? You are going to heaven. That's, that's all it is. He wants to populate heaven. But he wants more than that. Jesus gave his life so that you, you might be like him. You and me, listen to me, that you might be like him. I'm not talking about when you get to heaven. I'm talking about now, that you might be like him. Do not say that it is not possible. It is possible. It's the very thing that he died for. It's the very thing that he died for. Do not make his offering less than what it is. (coughs) Do you understand me? Can you imagine Jesus and the Father looking down and going, why do they keep asking me to do more? What are they waiting for? Do they not understand that I've done everything? All they need to do is activate the Holy Ghost who is in them and begin to look to me. And the kingdom will begin to come. But listen, Paraguay, what does it need? It's a fatherless nation. What does it need? Fathers. It needs sons and fathers. Who has got the message about sons and fathers then? Is there anyone out there that has got a message about sons and fathers? Is there anyone that has got a message about discipleship? Is there anyone? It seems like everyone's talking about what Jesus has done, which is fundamental to the gospel of the kingdom. It's the central core of the message of the gospel of the kingdom. But listen, it's central It's right there in the centre, but everything flows out from the centre. And Jesus goes, I have done everything for you. You have got a new life, you have got a new heart. I've given the Holy Spirit to you. I've given you an instruction manual. I have done everything possible so that you might grow from being a child into a son and that the government, like me, the government might be upon your shoulder. Your shoulder. You were in Jesus. Do you understand me? It's a fascinating thing. When you begin to understand what Jesus has given you, it revolutionises everything. I'm sat talking to Cynthia and Robert. Me me and Steve are talking and I think Isaac had just gone. But it's Friday. And she looks at me and she says, the Minister of Education was on television last night and said that he's desperate to see this, this country be a... be educated in a Christian way he came on television and gave like a five minute on television, can you imagine this can you imagine anyone doing this in England my lord but this guy gets up there and then he says in, in in his public address to people he says but this is very very difficult and I am under great pressure because that even within the government there are elements of the government that are corrupt he said, even within my office, there are corruption. there's corruption going on. And of course, we all know about it, but he said it. Cynthia talks to me and tells me this. And I thought, oh, there's something. What is it, Lord? What is it? What do we need to do? And he said, get in touch with the Ministry of Education and the, pre- the President of the country. And, and, and so then they started texting all sorts of numbers and trying to get in touch with the President and the Minister and all that. And then the Lord said to me, Paul, remember, remember about Nepal. What was it that happened in Nepal? Every time that you knocked on the door, what was it? And I said, you've given me a message 
as an ambassador, ambassador of the Most High God. That's how I, that's how I entered every place. And it, and it, those are the people that were with me. Is that not what I said? I said, I went up to the palace and I went, I have got a message from the King of all kings. I am an ambassador of the Most High God. And I have got a message for the President, for the Prime Minister, for the Deputy Prime Minister, for whoever it was. This is the message and God has given me it for you. Because you need some good news in your life. You need some encouragement. You need something. Everybody is coming to you to get something from you. But I want, I'm here to tell you, I've got something to give you. I've got a message from God himself into your heart. That's what he reminded me of. This is what you've got to do, You've got to write. There is a man who has got the gospel of the kingdom who travels the world world, and he's got a message for you, Mr. President. And he wants to encourage you with this message. So she's writing it down. She wrote the text. Then she went, we, we, want, to, we want to meet you because we've we got something in education. We want to do some things in Paraguay. You know what happened? We had a text. We had a text back from the president himself. Can you imagine that? The president texting Cynthia. And she went, oh, the president's just texted me back. Isn't it true, Steve? She said, the president says this. I am very sorry. I am in Guatemala right now meeting with the president of Guatemala. But we want to get together because... We are so in need of encouragement. We are so in need of a word from God. We need what you've got. Because right now this nation is trying to get up and walk. But, but the powers of darkness and whatever else are trying to stop it. But Jesus goes, I don't care about them, son. I'm not even taking up with them. Because I already got the victory. The victory is my son. And all you've got to do is administer it. You have got to walk in it like you actually believe it. Because Paul, I have placed some of the government upon your shoulder. Now are you going to walk in it or are you just going to talk about it? Are you going to sing it or are you going to read it? Or what are you going to do with it? Because it's yours for the taking. Now listen to me. I've got to say I see it all around me. We've got people here who are already influencing. I'm telling you, the word on New Year's Eve or the 30th, get here. Get here for that word. Because we are going to pray for some people and there's going to be some impartation. Donna, you'll get ready for it. I'll tell you, Sharon's here, Phil's here, Audrey's here. You understand me? We have got moments... That God is going to give us in 2019. And we've got to get ready. To walk into it. Now listen. This is not a game anymore. I'm telling you. This is not a game. It's never been a game. This is not Sunday school. This is not church like normal. Get out of it. If you think this is church like normal. Go somewhere else. Because it ain't. Not really. I love you. But you've got to get ready for 2019. Because the government is upon Jesus' shoulder. 
I am not worried about Brexit. I am not worried about President Trump. I am not worried about any of those things because I'm telling you, when God says a word, he can change everything in one little, little moment. But you have got to understand that you can live in this. This is not only prayer. This is not only reading. This is not only singing and having a nice time together. God wants to speak to you and say, are you ready for what is about to happen? Because whatever we've seen up to now, it's nothing to what we are going to see. It's nothing. Believe me. And I'm going, Jesus, I want in. I want in. I'll live for this. If I don't get this, I will die of boredom. I will die of boredom. Because I'm telling you, inside me, you see what's happened is that inside me, the inside has overcome everything that's outside it. Do you understand me? Everything that screams about my natural man, the inside is going, Paul, you were born for this time. You were born for this time, son. I want you walking it. I've raised people up. Jesus had 12 people. You know this beautiful little... I've just been... I, I, I might talk about it some other time. But it says that Jesus came to this place where it says, and he himself chose for himself 12. You know what? It just... Oh, it blessed me. It blessed me so. Because I suddenly went... You know what? I can choose who I want to take with me. I've come to this place where I can choose who I want to take with me. But if you want to come, if you want to book your place, you've got to take this message serious, I'm telling you. And there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's many in here that have got much more. There's much more. You go, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing all that. Give me a break. Give me a break. You were not doing all that you, were, you can. You were not pressed beyond measure. You were not bleeding blood out of you because you, 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 you've pressed so much. You know, we just died. This is about the kingdom. You see, it's a reproducing seed that lives in you. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulder. Yes, ultimately, it's all on his shoulder. And I find myself in him. So you understand me, this is not work, although it is work. Because he's done all the work. But it is me finding myself in him. It's that. It's me going, this is written about me. You know, that's what I like about Steve. Steve's, Steve's been saved. How long have you been saved, Steve? Two years. Two years. Two year. He don't mess about. He don't go, well, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know where you're going. Steve. I don't care, I'm going. Yeah, but you know, I don't care. That right there is beautiful. That's what lives in everybody. That's why I understand it lives in everybody. And of course you go, of course not everyone's going to go, but we need people. I'm telling you, we need people here praying. I need people praying every moment of every day. Today, Christiana's in Sorrento and she's dealing with one of the most difficult things to deal with in a church. And last night she didn't sleep. She's got fever. She's going through all sorts of things. Well, then we've got a prayer. Then, then the Lord has need of you. The Lord has need of you. This is not nursery anymore. It says, his name will be called Wonderful 
counsellor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government, it will have no end. What does that mean? It means that everything is increasing. When you look around and go, oh, but it looks so dark, blah, blah, blah. Give me a break. The king of all kings has done everything. And he's only waiting for his kids to stand up and start walking in what he's done. That's what he's waiting for. You're going, well, I'm waiting for you. Well, he's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. Yeah, there we go. That's good. That's a great reaction, isn't it? Great reaction. You can all do that if you want. You can all stand up and go, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. But you see, our, 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 our English reservedness don't allow us to do it. But you've got to get over that. You've got to get over all of that stuff to do these things. Because it's not easy. I tell you, we saw some incredible things. Did you tell them about the police? I'll tell you about the police. This is why I'm... We, we love these stories. We, we love them in, in retrospect. You understand me? Well, on, on, the, on the Saturday evening, after we'd been with Cynthia, and we, we'd been together with them at the place that they live, and uh, we, we, we're coming back, and, and, and Steve's driving the minibus, and there's Steve, myself, and Isaac sat in there, and uh, we, we, we're ten minutes away from, from Cynthia's house, and we get stopped by the police, who have put a roadblock block out. And they saw us coming, didn't they, Steve? They saw Steve, they went, he's English. <laughs> and uh, they, 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 they called us in, they called us in, and stopped us, and began to question us. And they wanted all our documentation, of course, and me and Steve, we brought our, we brought our uh, driving licence, and we brought our passport with us. Um, not that we had to do, but we brought them anyway. Poor Isaac was sat in the back. He'd only got his identification with him. And I said, don't worry, son. I'll come visit you. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give me much peace. <laughs> but anyway, after about 25 minutes, we realised that these guys were out after something more than just our documentation. And in the meantime, we got back in touch with Cynthia because we couldn't speak... We can't speak Paraguayan, can we? We can't speak Spanish or Guani or any of those things. So we were having this little bit of a confrontation and we, and we refused to turn around or do anything that the police were saying uh, because we, we were a little bit unsure about what they wanted to do. So anyway, <laughs> when, when finally one of these guys got his handcuffs and he's, he's got his, his gun just here and he's got his handcuffs and his handcuffs are coming out, I, I said, I, say, I, I think we'd better turn around because they wanted us to go back to the police station. But we'd been talking to Cynthia and Cynthia was coming. But she was coming with Robert, who had uh, his camera with him. And Rob, uh, Cynthia's brother also came with a camera as well. So now we've got them there. Uh, as we turned round, they just came the other way. And we began to go, oh, thank you, Lord. So they ju- jumped out of the car. Uh, the police at this point were pretty upset with us, <laughs> to say the least. I think Steve shouted at <laughs> Well, that could have been me, actually. But anyway, we're going... It looks like we're going down to the police station. And Cynthia comes out, and I just said, I think you need to film everything. Film everything. Unbeknown to us, Cynthia's brother had done um, a series on TV, was it two or four years before, about corruption in the police force. 
Because, of course, what we realised is that they wanted money. They wanted as much money as they could get. And they were going to do anything to get money from us. Um, but anyway, Cynthia hopped in the minibus and we did go down to the police station. They wanted to impound the van. But we told the driver, no, drive away. Dri- drive the van away. <laughs> and take all the money that we've got with you. Because we're not giving them anything. And then we went in the police station. And there was a bit of a kafar, a bit of a hustle and a bustle in there. In the uh, police station going on. And the, the police chief, we eventually went in to see him. And uh, he asked us loads of questions and told us to get out our ID and all that lot. And we did all that. And then, eventually, he said, oh, I'm so sorry. He realised that the game was up because Robert and Christian, the other guy, uh, had got the cameras at the ready. So he realised that the game was up and he wasn't going to get any money out of us because we refused point blank to give him it. But it all turned round. Because in God, that's what he does. He turns it round. And after he said this, I suddenly thought, you know what? We can pray for this guy. He needs prayer. His whole department needs prayer. So I called all the guys back in. We all went round him and you might have seen the, did you see the picture? So, so, (laughs) this is the guy. We had a great prayer time for him. And then, we, and then, then, then I went, okay, you know what? If he's our best friend, we'll never get stopped again, will we? Let, let's take a picture of him as well. So, so we've got that on our phones for any times in the future. But what I mean is that these things, these things that come to terrify us, these things that come to cause us to fear, they, these things that, why we, it's the last, it was the last minute, wasn't it, Steve? It was the last minute as, as Cynthia and Robert came, and we were going, Jesus, yeah, protect us. But Jesus did protect us. Yes. And he turned the whole thing around. Yeah. And now we're his best friends. Yeah. And he wanted prayer. Yeah. He said, pray for me. I need prayer. This is not an easy job. So we went, yeah, we're going to pray for you. Yeah. But listen, it's all about where is the authority? Yeah. Where is it? It's with us. It's in us. Because he's in us. And he's with us. And yes, it doesn't always go the way that you think it's going to go. And, and really, it doesn't. I think that last year was one of those years where I have more questions than I have answers. But the whole point is that it's time for us to begin to grow up in a different way. We've got to begin to understand that we are not just church members. We are not just doing these things because it's the right thing to do. We're doing it all because Jesus has got a plan for every single one of us together. And we have got a lot to do together. So I I, I want to pray. Let's, Let's just pray. Father, I want to thank you for every single person in this room, Lord, and all those that are not in this room as well, Father. Yes. I want to thank you for every member of this family, Father. Yes. Yes. Those that count themselves in and those that count themselves on the, on the uh, edges, Father. Mm. <coughs> but Lord, I want to thank you that there is, it's no coincidence, Lord, that all of these are here today, Lord. It's no coincidence, Lord. There's no coincidences with you. 
And Father, I want to thank you, Lord, for the place that we have come, Lord. I want to thank you for that, Lord. I want to thank you for the place that you have helped us to arrive at, Lord, at this time. Lord, we're rejoicing in that. We want to thank you, Jesus, that you've shown us so much. You've you've revealed so much to us, Lord. And and, and where we are, Lord, we know it's because of you, Jesus. We know that, Lord, and we want to give you all the thanks and all the honour, Jesus. But, Father, as we read these words, Lord, which are beautiful words, and it's a beautiful choir that sings it, Lord. It's a wonderful piece of music. But, Father, the whole point of it is that we would be like Jesus. That we have been born as children, but are growing into sons and daughters who will carry something different. Who are making a difference, Lord, in every place that they go. And Father, I'm asking Jesus, Lord, at this time, at Christmas, Lord, when we get so caught up in all the other stuff, I pray, Father, that this message would keep us awake, Lord. I pray that somehow, Father, in the depth of our being, Lord, we would not be able to sleep because we are taken up with your kingdom, Father. That we want to be like you, Jesus. That you have said that a possibility is an opportunity, Lord, for us to walk in the same way that you walk, Jesus. And Father, we want to say that we are sorry when we have said that what you have done is not sufficient. When we have been waiting for you to do something more, Jesus. Lord, we are so sorry. We say that you have done everything, Jesus. It is all completed. And you are waiting for us to walk in that which is true and right. And Father, we say, right now, come on, if you're with me, just stand up before him right now. And just say, Lord, I give you myself afresh and anew. I want to be in the kingdom, Father. I want to walk in the kingdom power and authority. Father, I want to thank you. I want to thank you, Father. I want to bless you, Jesus, for the stature of sons. The stature of sons, Father. More and more, Father. I want to thank you, Lord, that we'll have great times of laughter and great times of joy, Father. I want to thank you for that, Lord. You take nothing away from us, Father. We're going to have some beautiful times together, Father. We are going to laugh. We're going to be on the floor laughing, Father, because of the things that you do for us. But, Lord, we will also cry with one another, Lord. We will weep and mourn with one another, Lord. You will wake us, Lord, on a night to pray for one another, Father. You will cause us to begin to carry one another's burdens, Father, to you, Jesus. Lord, you will cause this assembly to grow up more and more and more, Father. More and more, Father, just like Matt, Lord. He was a giant, Father. He was a giant, Lord. And Father, we are all giants, Lord, no matter how big we are physically, Father. We are all giants on the inside, Father. Because the lion of the tribe of Judah, Lord, lives within us. Lord, we are not roaring like a lion. We have got the lion inside us roaring. And Father, I pray, Lord, that this seed that is inside us, Lord, this invisible, this invisible instruction, Father, that you planted on the inside of us before we ever arrived on this earth. Father, I am asking, in the name of Jesus, that this, Lord, would be like a USB stick, Father, on the inside of us. And that when we get the word, Lord, and we're activated by the Holy Ghost, that more and more windows open up, Father. More and more details, Lord. More and more information, Father. More of all that we need, Lord, in order to do what you have called us to do, Father. I want to thank you, Father. I bless you, Holy Spirit. 
that you are the one that does it. Yes. You're the one, Jesus, that yes, does it. That's right. I want to thank you, Jesus. Yeah. I bless you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And the whole house said, Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus.